0: I'm Matthew Henry, your faithful guide on this booze-infused journey we call Giant Cocktails Happy Hour. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, my brother, the man who looks at a glass half full and just tops it off with another liqueur. He's the fearless, the unparalleled, the one and only Ben Henry, the Gandalf of Garnishes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Ben's the man who once paired a dirty martini with a pickle popsicle because, well, he's Ben. While he's out there boldly going where no cocktail maker has dared to venture before, I'm here to keep things, shall we say, a little less hazardous for our livers. So as we embark on today's episode, buckle up, strap in, and remember, the only thing we're serious about here is laughter and maybe the occasional hangover cure. Welcome to the Giant Cocktails Happy Hour. How you doing, Gandalf
1: of Garnishes? Well, am I Gandalf the Gray or Gandalf the White? Because I got to say, Gandalf the White is kind of like, you know, he's a little too, um, how do we say, straight-laced? You know, he's like the dad on Stranger Things. He's just boring. Uh, I was always more of a Gandalf the Grey kind of guy, even though I know white is like the level up. Did you want to talk about uh, uh, the Lord of the Rings, Matthew? Not at all. Okay. No. okay. Uh, Chat GPT, though, thought it uh, was appropriate to call you Gandalf of Garnishes. That does explain it. Yeah, because you know that I am not the optimist in this group. I have never looked at a glass and said, hey, that's half full. No, you looked at a glass that's half full and topped
0: it off with another liqueur. <laughs> that's,
1: right. that's you. That's right. That's what he said. That's what it said. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <It stops. laughs> well, actually, that does sound like me. It does. You know, I I, I reach in, I, I take the cigarette butt out of it, I toss that to the side, and I just pour some lagavulin <laughs> on top. One might say.
0: One might say. Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, because a little smoke just requires more smoke. That's and right. A little more That's peaty right. flavor. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's um, it's it's summer, and I live in the East Bay that has no bay. You know, the East East Bay, mm-hmm, the Far Bay, mm-hmm. the non-bay yeah. bay. The only thing right. bay about us is Bart, you know? <laughs> um, and it's hot here. It's just hot. It's hot. And it's yeah. been hot, and and the only reason I live out here, Matthew, is air conditioning. And right. uh, you know, uh, uh, no offense to all the fine people that live out here in my community. Hey, I'm really big. You know, I, yeah, yay, go Gales! Uh, but anyway, that's that's how I'm doing, Matthew. It's hot. It's hot. And- it's hot. Yeah, I don't think I don't care where you're at in the Bay
0: Area right now. You're hot. And uh, yeah, I'm a little bit closer to the ocean, but not on the ocean. And it's still, it was like 96 today and I was uh, spent the entire day inside uh, and and <laughs> my too. house, you know, we have the 20 yes. year old air conditioner that was built during a time when they didn't think, you know, global warming was going to be a thing. And and so this little air conditioner barely keeps up when it's like 80 degrees outside, but once it hits like 90, 95 uh, the house is just like lukewarm after that, you know. It just it yeah. just can't keep up.
1: I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but you said your air conditioner was born and was built in what the nineteen sixties. We've known about global warming for a long time, my friend. People just didn't believe.
0: Okay. All yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> it was actually built in
0: I don't know the nineties, so uh, it wasn't even that long ago. But yeah. uh, all right. Anyway, speaking of summer, mm. and speaking of things that uh, you know are important to summer, last week was Seven Eleven Week. It was Where, so you know, on July 11th, every year you can go to your 7 oh, Eleven right. and you get a free Slurpee. Right, right. Or in the cocktail work world, as we refer to it, as a slushy. <laughs> uh, so, Ben, when you're at 7 Eleven, mm-hmm. getting your slushy, as one does, are you getting red flavor, blue flavor, or are you combining the two?
1: You know, Matthew, first of all, um, I I I think a couple things need to be made clear. I know what you're doing. I know what uh foreshadowing is. I know where this is going. Okay. And just because you're trying to like soften me up doesn't mean I'm gonna be any more upset later in the show. Okay. Okay, okay. Right. I could look at it. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second Dude, thing I've is... known
0: you for how, how old are you? I've known you for as many years as you've been born. <laughs> And uh, has that? Have
1: I ever worried about how you were going to react to something? I think you have worried about how I was going to react. I think many times you hoped that I would react negatively, and I have a feeling that's how you're do- you're feeling right now. So, so yes, you worry about it a lot, and you work at it. Shut up! I'm going to answer this stupid question. Uh, so, first of all, Matthew, I am way too highbrow to even. What is Seven Eleven? Is that it? so what's one what what it's like one, one of those con artist stores right Conve- what? convenience sure. stores convenience Oh store, convenience yes. store what, what, what I, you know what Whenever I just need something I just tell James to go get it James can you go get me a, uh, a what do you call those one of these a burpee from that store <laughs> uh, but if I was uh, certainly I would never refer to something as red flavor and blue flavor and of course this is totally false. Uh, I have had so many Slurpees in my life, Matthew, that I know that they are called Cherry and Blue Raspberry, and I would never get those two flavors together. I would, of course, get Coca-Cola. But what you do, Matthew is you get the Coca-Cola flavor and you fill it all the way to like like maybe two thirds and then you hold the cup as close to the top the the, the, the spigot or whatever the spigot, as yeah. you can and mm-hmm. then you pull it down and you get that red cherry to just burrow straight down into the middle of the cola flavor. And so then the cola portion rises to the top as the cherry kind of like burrows through the middle, creating this like cherry core inside of your cola uh, Slurpee and you get a cherry cola Slurpee. And that is the only right way to do it.
0: I'm stunned right now. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I should have known that you would be the the, the connoisseur of Slurpees. Matthew, Mr. I hate slushies, and help. yet you know to burrow
1: <laughs> cherry into your Coke Slurpee? What? Well, because here's the secret, Matthew. I would never ruin a good slushie by putting alcohol into it. It makes the ice melt. <laughs> <sighs> you f- you figured me out. See? There. Fine. See? It's not, right. it's not slushies I don't like. It's alcohol and slushies I don't like because it ruins the slushie. <laughs>
0: okay fair 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 enough all right yeah i uh i don't have you know when i was younger and as a kid i used to love going and getting the slurpee but uh i can't say that i go very often anymore Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'd I'd even forgotten that there was the coca-cola version you know so that that shows you how often i go and get a slurpee at 7-eleven
1: matthew other than the three uh closest 7-elevens to me i couldn't tell you where a 7-eleven is (laughs) <laughs> Other than the three yeah, that have exactly. me triangulated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't, where I don't know, know, know where the fourth closest one is. No, no. Uh-uh. Where each one knows you by name when you walk in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they all shout my name when I walk through the door. Yeah. <laughs> ben, uh... hey, ben, we got a hot dog warming up for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The, the, the nice thing about 7-Eleven, Matthew, is they always have a hot dog warming up for everyone. They do, you they know. Do. It's a place no of the people. No matter what
0: day, time of day it is, too. All <laughs> oh. right, all right, all right. Well, you know what time it is. Is it that time? It's that time. It's time for tip, tip of, of the, the day! day. Tip of the day.
1: Tip. Of the day,
0: and and I again I had a little bit of a hard time coming up with a tip, and it wasn't until we you were blabbering on about your cocktail before we went on the air, and I was pretending to listen, and I got I got inspired, I got inspired. So the tip of the day, Ben, is when you buy a spirit that you're not crazy about, right? So you you buy it because you have high hopes. And uh, you, you know, you maybe because it's green and it's, you know, uh, wine, and you're like, hey, this could maybe make a good cocktail, and you try it, and then it's not as great as you thought it was. I think on a previous episode we said just don't be shy about dumping it out. That's right. Which you could do. You could. Right. Do you that. could yeah, do. It's perfectly reasonable. Or, or, Ben, and you might know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. You can keep trying different variations of cocktails until you find something that you do like, or you've used it all up trying. That sounds
1: like a brilliant idea. <laughs> Gee, wherever did I get that? I, yeah. <laughs> that <tip. laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listeners, as, as we were getting on, Ben was telling me about his uh, efforts to... Uh, Come up with today's cocktail and he is determined to use his mom and pop, makrut, lime, pop, whiny, sir, I don't even, is that, did I get it right? It's, wine? it's a I don't wine
1: know. aperitif, Matthew. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, mm.
0: uh, so we, stay tuned. We will find out what Ben did with his mom and pop, makrut, lime, pop. That's that just right. sounds a lot. That's a lot to say right there. Uh,
1: mom and pop, makrut, lime, pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of
0: pops in there. Um, they have orange pop.
1: They have grape yeah. pop, which is not grape but grapefruit. That's that. That's misleading. You know, I, I, Matthew, what are you drinking this week? <laughs> 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 oh, are we going there? Okay. I mean, All it's right. your turn to go uh, first, I believe. Well, then, then
0: let's go. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yes, you guessed right. As uh, there was a little foreshadowing with my question today. As I mentioned last week, I'm going to be doing summer cocktails. And it's been 100 oh, plus degrees here in the Bay Area. And when that happens, it is perfectly okay to make yourself a slushy.
1: Two wrongs don't make a right.
0: <laughs> so I am making what I'm calling a summer slushy. And this, actually, uh, cocktail was inspired by a Twitter, uh, someone that we follow on Twitter with our Giant Cocktails account. And uh, I'm pretty sure she follows us. Yeah, she does. And uh, her Twitter name is XSaltzicle. Mm. She's actually a really big Giants fan and uh, has a lot of a lot of fun. And because I reply back to her, uh, I think, a few times on my Facebook, For you feed like it's just her like so Mm -hmm. she must think that I'm like stalking her because like I don't realize that I'm on the for you feed and it's just like feeding me all of her tweets like over and over again. I'm like, oh, that's funny. (laughs) Ha ha. Like and then I realize, oh, gosh, I've liked like three or four in a row. Maybe I should not do that. And then I go over into my following list or to the Giants list and then I just stay away from the for you list. So anyway, I digress. But uh, one of those tweets that I saw a couple weeks ago or so, she just randomly threw out. Like some, like, just quick cocktails that she makes. And uh, this is a variation on that. Now, her tweet was very, like, there was no portions or anything. It was like, take some frozen mango and some tequila and some honey and some lime and a little tahini. And you just throw it into a blender or word processor and voila, you have a drink, right? And, and I tried that. But maybe I didn't know quite the what a little and a little bit of this and that is, so I actually had to come up with uh, with some ingredients, so or with some measurements. So this is what I'm bringing today: the the summer slushy, as I've called it, is two to three ounces of tequila blanco. You might want to start with two because uh, if you go three and you you might have to get a bigger cup. But oh, so so well anyway, you're gonna do two to three ounces of tequila blanco because you know sometimes in the summer you just need three ounces. One cup of frozen mango, a half cup of crushed ice, an ounce of lime juice, one ounce of honey syrup, which is a one to one ratio of honey to water. So, the way you do that is you make warm water and you mix it with equal amounts of honey. And then, and this is the genius of this cocktail, you use tahine to rim your glass. And to even sprinkle a little bit on top, mm. and so so what you do is you first going to prepare your glass. You're going to get a big rocks glass or a you know kind of a I don't know some it's got to be a bigger vessel than just your typical rocks glass. But uh, and then you you rim it with some lime. You know take one of your spent lime shells that you've squeezed the limes out of water the lime juice out of, and you run it around the rim. And then you take some tahini and pour it on a plate and just kind of run your glass over it. And there you got your rimmed uh, tahini. And then and then you take all the other ingredients, you throw them into a blender or a food processor because that's what she uses. I use the blender and you just blend it until it's a very fine, creamy, slushy consistency. And you pour that sucker into your glass, your prepared glass. Uh, I, I garnished it with a lime and a frozen mango chunk. And then I sprinkled a little bit more tahini on top because tajin if you're not familiar with tajin, tajin is a uh is a a seasoning that's very popular in mexico and it's made of chili peppers and lime and salt those are the three like main components and it's a brand and right and it is it's a brand and it's something that uh lots of, like you go to mexico they'll put it on like fresh fruit and i mean they put it on everything And I had never thought to incorporate that into a cocktail, but I tell you this, that makes this drink and you could do all the other things and the slushy would be fine, but the tajin really kind of brings it to another level, brings this, this lemony, salty and and even the chili pepper, the chili pepper is not spicy at all. It's not like a, a spiced uh, chili. It's not very hot, Uh, but it uh, provides the smokiness. That's so good with the fresh mango or the, it's not fresh, the frozen mango, And that's what I'm drinking today, Ben. I am drinking, courtesy of Xsaltzicle on Twitter, what
1: I am calling the summer slushy. And uh, you can't stop me. (sighs) You know what this sounds like? Uh, This sounds like you made a morning uh, smoothie and you just knew it was going to be one of those days, you know, (laughs) and and so you did you did the thing that a lot of us think about doing. And, 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 and you just poured it in, right? Before the kids came downstairs, before all the mayhem started, you just, you just get into work early. You know what I mean? That's what this, this is. you made a breakfast smoothie and, 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 and you put tequila in it and then, and then to make it okay, you're like, oh, I'm going to throw some tahini on there. <laughs> Uh I you know,
0: having followed Exaltical on Twitter for as long as I have, I wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly how she she drinks this. So, uh
1: folks, I think the one yeah. I think the <laughs> I think the one thing that I want I want everybody to take away from this. Well, first of all, a couple of things. This show is not sponsored by, nor are we do we benefit in any way uh by talking about 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven Slurpee or Tahine. Um the the second thing is is that when you see the Giants podcast uh, social media account, Giant Cocktails social media account, tweeting at you on Twitter, it's just Matthew. Okay, you might think it represents both Ben and Matthew, but it's just Matthew. So if that account is stalking you, um, it's not me. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other All right, thing. I don't. I don't
0: stalk anybody. <laughs> okay, I'm having fun on Twitter, you know, and we're we're fun to have, you know, to watch Giants games with. So
1: follow us on Twitter at Giant Cocktails That's right. if you haven't already, or on Instagram. We're also on Mastodon and Threads. Not that Matthew, you're the one who brought up the word stalking. Not me. Not me. I. Uh, yes. I'm just. Okay. I'm just right. monkey see, monkey repeat. Okay. I well. I I clarified that I wasn't stalking. Right. That it was, right. Okay. okay. So if okay, if you think. Giant Cocktails podcast is is stalking you on Twitter. Uh it's we're not, we're just trying to get you to listen to the show. Uh, and second, it's not me. Um but uh but uh, that being said, um I I was going to ask you uh, about the tahine. So, you know, do you find yourself like like Going to the going to the tahine regularly, like do you like work your way around as you drink the cocktail and just to get us a nice little spicy with the sweet mango y flavor?
0: I do, yeah. Uh And so, like, actually, the first time I made it, I did it the way traditional, you know, a lot of times you'll just do half the glass, you know, and so maybe you don't want to always have a sip of tahine, so you just do half. And then I realized once I'd finished halfway through the cocktail that I'd already licked off all the tahine. And uh, and I didn't have any more. So the second time I made it for this episode, actually, right now, I did the whole darn rim. Right, uh, and so I am working my way around the rim as we right. speak. Right.
1: Well, the half the half salted or half you know prepared rim, I think, is good when you for like if you're doing this professionally, or maybe you're doing it at a cocktail party, right? Because you don't you don't know what your um, you're the person who is enjoying the cocktail is gonna like and and that's actually one of the nice things about putting something on the rim right it becomes optional it's right. uh, you can go to it when you want to go to it and, and you don't when you when you feel like you don't need it or don't don't want it um uh that being said uh i you know i mean yeah you made a you made a uh you made a a mango a mango smoothie uh did you how long did you you spin the the blades for
0: um, probably about thirty seconds.
1: Like mm-hmm. I just
0: kind of let it run until it felt like it was.
1: Now, okay. So one of the problems that I have with slushies is that the oftentimes when I'm making them in my blender or whatever, and I I got a I got an okay blender, right? I got a Ninja. I do too. That's what I used. Ninja. Hi-ya. Can't get the ice fine enough. I always just it just feels pebbly. Like I think that's another problem that I have with making slushies particularly at home is is that I just always feel like it's too slushy, too not too slushy, too rocky, too pebbly. Yeah. What is the secret? I, 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 well, uh,
0: start with crushed ice. So if you have that uh, definitely, you know, do the crushed ice and then uh, yeah, and I just I'm just not afraid to let it run until it just feels like it's a nice smooth consistency. And, yeah, and occasionally you get a little chunk, but whatever. You know, I mean, you're making it at home. It's, it's all right.
1: Yeah, folks. And, you know, it's 100 yeah.
0: degrees out, so the ice is nice, and uh, I like it a lot. Uh,
1: Folks, if you don't have crushed ice at home, um, or like you say, if you don't have a a, a you know, a refrigerator that crushes ice, and I hear some people don't. Like, sounds sounds barbaric yeah. to me. Um, but if you don't have one of these machines that just magically makes crushed ice whenever you push a button, uh, you can get something that's called a Lewis bag. And uh, you keep this in your bar and uh, you fill it with regular ice and then you beat it with uh, a mallet and it uh, it creates crushed ice for you um, just by hand. And the cool thing about this is that you can actually control the size of the crush that you want. So sometimes you just want to have something that's like cracked ice, but you want a lot of it. Um, if you're just trying to crack individual ice, by the way, you just use the back of your your spoon, your bar spoon, and you just whack it in your hand and then you crack that and drop the cracked ice into your glass but uh anyway I, I i'm sure you're enjoying your summer slushy matthew your your mango smoothie with tequila in it uh it sounds very refreshing and lovely to me i really like the tahine uh trick um and uh yeah you know you do you to me it just sounds like you, you ruined a good smoothie and a good shot of tequila <laughs> all
0: right well thank you and thank you to Salstacole on twitter for uh the inspiration
1: absolutely so, ben, what are you drinking Well, Matthew, I'm glad you asked. Today, Matthew, I am drinking a cocktail that I am calling the... Fruit (laughs) Roll-Up.
0: We just went over this like 20 minutes ago. Well, I (laughs) I was
1: in your recipe, and I was looking at it, and I totally forgot the name of my own cocktail. Oh... The fruit roll up. The fruit roll up. So what's in? A so we're going from slush. We're going from Slurpees to fruit roll That's ups That's right. Huh? That's right. From from kids drink with liquor to kids drink to kids food with liquor. All right. Um. Yes. Yeah. So what's in a fruit roll up? Well, a fruit roll up comes with two ounces of Plantations pineapple rum. One ounce of Mom and Pop McCroot lime pop. There it is. <laughs> Half an ounce of Luxardo Maraschino liqueur. You could probably use any use any machi- Maraschino liqueur. Uh, the other two ingredients, by the way, are not optional. You do need uh, Plantations pineapple rum, and you do need Mom and Pop's Macruit lime pop for this cocktail. As you need the fourth and final ingredient. And folks, I I'm breaking a lot of rules here. Okay, and and if you know this spirit. You might be angry. And so I'm just going to apologize to begin with. I I am sorry that I'm using this particular spirit in this way, but I will explain how I got there after I tell you what's in it. There is a quarter ounce of Lagavulin 16-year-old whiskey in this cocktail. I know. I know. So you're just gonna take like this really really nice hundred and twenty dollar bottle of whiskey and and you're just gonna throw it in with some lime pop. Throw it then? in with mom and props recruit lime pop. Yep, yep, that's what I did. That's what I did. And you're mad at me for making a slushy? Hey, look, just because just because I did something, god so- damn it! <laughs> Listen, just because I did something wrong doesn't mean you didn't do something wrong. Like, it's just okay, okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Like, look,
1: right. like, we're all flawed, Matthew. We all, we're all flawed. <laughs> Ain't that the you truth. know, we're all just trying to do the best we can, uh, and uh, and and anyway. So, so there you have it. You take all those ingredients. You're going to combine them into a mixing glass. But we're doing things a little bit differently this week, folks, because we want to chill this down, but we do not want to over dilute this. So we're going to take a single large chunk of ice. Uh, What I would do, or what I did in this particular case, is I have a number of molds where we can create large chunks of ice that I put into something like an old-fashioned, or maybe if I want a a whiskey um, on the rocks, but, but otherwise straight, and I will just have a large chunk of ice in there. I take one of those, and I put it into my mixing glass. I combine all of the ingredients together, and then I stir that for about maybe 30 seconds max. I then remove the large chunk of ice and I pour the rest of that into a chilled Nick and Nora glass. Uh, in this particular case, I took some crushed ice that comes just shooting out of the, the the my my cold box in my kitchen area. That's where the that's where the chef makes our food, and uh, I just um, filled my Nick and Nora glass with the crushed ice and let it sit there while I prepared the rest of the cocktail. Um, and that is how you make a fruit roll up. Um, which is a very fruity, um, but, uh, cocktail, but it, uh, first thing that hits you on the nose is the Lagavulin. It's kind of this smoky, um, peaty smell. Um, Lagavulin is like one of those, those whiskeys that either you hate it or you love it, um, but what is interesting about this particular cocktail is that as soon as it hits the tongue, you get the sweetness from from the Macruot and the Maraschino liqueur um, with the undertones of of the plantation pineapple rum. Uh, so so how did I get here? Well, as as Matthew said, as as Matthew mentioned, a couple of weeks ago I was in this fancy grocery store and I saw this bottle of green wine and I bought it. And it cost me $45. And as we discussed last week, I don't think it's a $45 bottle of of booze. Uh, You know, again, I'm sure mom and pop disagrees, you know. And as I mentioned last week, it's not horrible. I, I think it's exactly what you would expect it to be. It is a lime flavored wine aperitif, uh, and uh, you get what you what you would expect. Um, that being said, you know it, it it's it's not something that I would drink on its own. You know, in in copious amounts. And and I thought, well, I felt a little ashamed of myself for for buying this this liquor liquor liquor. Uh, So I thought, you know what, I'm going to make up for it by making lots of cocktails with it. And so last week I made uh, the uh, Granjero Pelirojo, uh, which was a ginger beer uh, cocktail with with mezcal. And, uh, you know, I felt like I needed to go back to the well one more time because my bottle was still half full. And uh, the w- first thing that I actually did, Matthew, is I-, I took that same template, the same flavors that we had last week, and I turned that into a mezcal-based like old-fashioned, right? So I mm. took uh, I took two ounces or about it was about an ounce and a half of mezcal, and then half an ounce of the lime pop, and I topped that off with um, uh, ginger liqueur as the sweetener. And then for the mm-hmm. cherry flavor that I was now losing because I no longer had the Luxardo, I went with cherry bitters, right, to stay with the the old-fashioned template. Um, that was really actually quite flavorful, uh, and, and I liked it a lot. I felt, I felt like it suited those flavors better than even the cocktail that I had made, you know. But uh, I made that other one first, and I didn't make this one in time for last week's show. And I thought about bringing that to the show today, but, you know, it just— it felt too similar to last week, so I kept going. And, uh, you know, I, I started by changing out the the base spirit to to lots of other different things. And I finally settled on the pineapple rum with the lime pop. And I went back to the Luxardo liqueur. And I really liked that flavor because it felt very—it um, uh, was very kind of like fruit cut, you know? Like, Matthew, like, like it was nice. It was interesting. It was like, okay, I saw this person on the dating site and I said, let's go out on a first date. And the first date was nice. And it was nice enough that, yeah, I would go out on a second date. But by the end of the second date, Matthew, I came to the conclusion this was not a three date cocktail. Mm. Right. Yeah.
0: You you need something deeper. Yeah. Were, we needed a deeper it was, connection. It was too superficial for you. Is that, That's is right. that what was That's going right. That's right.
1: I needed a deeper, more sophisticated connection. Mm. Uh and so I kept So you just grabbed the most sophisticated <laughs> uh spirit that you had in I your life. I grabbed bar and the and most said, grown not? up and sophisticated and I just covered it up with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's how we ended up with what I have today. Uh, would I make this again? I actually would. I probably will make this a couple more times to finish off uh, my lime pop. Um, All right. I'm wondering
0: mm-hmm. if you don't have the hundred and thirty dollar bottle of Lagavulin, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Uh, could you do another PD Scotch, like? Like a smoky PD kind of
1: ten year or something, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I think you could. I, I think if you, you probably also don't have the Mom and Pop McCroup line Pop though. I don't think That's there's true. very. i not many, going out and getting both. Yeah. I don't think there's very many bars out there that have both of these in them. <laughs> and no. uh, and so yes, you absolutely could substitute another PD cocktail, uh, pop whiskey in there. Uh, there are a number of cocktails out there in the universe that, that use PD uh, cocktails. Yeah. Uh, sorry Petey uh whiskies as a as a as a as an element of, of the cocktail they are i would consider that to be a um a more advanced maneuver quite frankly because they are so ex- extremely strong um and can pretty much dominate or overpower the rest of the cocktail mm. and to many people say ruin the PD whiskey at the same time which i'm sure a lot <laughs> of people are thinking i'm doing right now but you know well, sue s- me speaking of strong though mm-hmm. I mean, this
0: is a boozy, strong cocktail. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got four spirits, basically, yeah. uh, in this thing, and nothing else. Yeah. And you didn't even want to dilute it. You're like, nah, screw that. We're just going to put a big chunk of ice and cool it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. so this is a... This is a boozy cocktail. Yeah,
1: and I think that's because of the sweetness coming from the lime pop and the liqueur and then also having the pineapple-flavored rum. I mean, it is it is a very sweet and fruity-profiled cocktail. Huh. I think if you dilute it, you would yeah, you would lose some of that sweetness, um, but you're also just going to kind of muddle the flavors. It would just become, I think, muddy, and uh, yeah. that's why I, I chose to stay away from that. But uh, I think this is one of those cocktails that you listen to Ben talk about, and then you go have something else. Yeah.
0: Scott, Twitter user Scott, you you don't have to make this one. All right? Scott. right. Don't go out and
1: get your macroot Lime hey, Pop. Hey, Scott, you this. don't have to make the mango smoothie either.
0: <laughs> it's fair. Right. Fair. You know, I mean, you know, his wife loved your, gen, your pink gin
1: and tonics. though. So pink gin and tonics are good, just, right? Yeah. Just do that again. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks, the summer slushy and the fruit roll-up. If you liked either of these cocktails enough to try them yourselves, or maybe you made something better, take a photo or maybe just paint a word picture and send it to us on Instagram, Twitter, Threads, or Mastodon. We love to interact with you all, and it really helps the show. You know what else helps the show, Matthew? Leaving us a positive rating. On Apple Podcasts. That's right. Or you could tell a friend, you could tell your in-laws, a casual acquaintance, you could tell complete strangers about us. All of those also help the show. And we'll see you all next Monday when we'll be drinking these cocktails while I wine and Matthew raves about the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> and this outro was not written by ChatGPT, but was written by me, the fearless and unparalleled Gandalf the Gray of Garnishes. Master of the Pickle Popsicle. Ben Henry. Until Monday, Matthew. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up.